Good morning and welcome to the Coffee and Cap Rates podcast, your go-to source for New York City's latest commercial real estate insights. This program is brought to you by Ariel Property Advisors. Hi, everyone. I'm Shimon Shkuri. I'm here with Ellie Weissbloom, both of us from Ariel Property Advisors, and you're listening to Coffee and Cap Rates. Ellie is one of our senior directors in capital services, and we're going to talk today about the mortgage rate and mortgage environment in general. Ellie, how are you doing? Great, Jamal. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for being here today and trying to provide some insights into what we're doing here. One of the things that happened yesterday is that the Fed increased its rates by 50 basis points, but they also had some caveats for us on moving forward. What do you feel in the market in general? What do you feel about inflation? What do you hear from the Fed? What do you hear from other people in general, big picture? Are we out of the woods? So, correct. The Fed did raise the Fed funds rate another 50 basis points. I think it brings this year's total to about four and a quarter. And what we're seeing, obviously, is the market shift. And what we saw as of yesterday after the announcement is that some of the yields, the five-year treasury, the seven- and ten-year treasury, are actually going down a little bit. So I think it's important for our our listeners and for our borrowers to understand that just because the Fed raises their rates, it doesn't mean that their mortgage rates automatically went up by 50 basis points this time around. It really depends on the markets and the treasuries and how their specific deal is priced. And that's how we should be looking going forward. Got it. So basically what you're saying is the 10-year and the five-year treasuries dictate more than the Fed rates, which we agree with, the Fed signaled and actually increased by only 50 basis points versus 75 basis points last time around. The expectation is for the Fed to be a little slower in increasing next year. The inflation is a little bit lower. The feeling is a little bit better, but there's still the risk of recession. Now, when you have clients today, we have a lot of them that are calling up and saying, look, I'm about to have a mortgage that I'll need to refinance in 12 months. What do you advise them? How do you go about it? Should they do it today? Should they wait six months? Should they wait a year, get closer to the date? What do you think the best thing for them to do is? I'm a firm believer in using the facts, right? So we know what we know today, right? We can take their loan. We can take their specific loan parameters. You know, we can do the math and see what a refinance would look like in today's environment. We don't know what will happen in six or 12 months, right? Could the rates go up? Possibly. Could the rates go down? Also possibly, right? We've seen the five-year terms for debt just in the last week or two be around 5% for low-leverage cash flowing deals. So we're starting to see rates come down a little bit. So to your point, we don't know what will be in, in six months or in 12 months. The rates could go up, they could go down, but we know what we know today. So for a specific client who has a deal that's going to mature in the next 12 months, it makes sense to look at what their initial loan was, what the term of their loan was, how those numbers fall out with regards to what, if any, prepay they have in today's environment. And coming to the table, is it going to be a cash neutral deal, a cash out if they need it for whatever means, or if it's going to be a cash in, a refinance? And at that point, make the decision that's best for them, knowing all the details and knowing all the facts. That's a great point, the cash in, cash out, or neutral. I think that one of the things we will see next year, at least in New York City, in some cases, are rent-stabilized buildings that need cash in infusions when they come due for a refinance, as interest rates have grown so much and rents cannot grow as fast as they used to. And with that, 
I wanted to really ask, and you kind of touched on it, we're not sure where interest rates will be. We're a little bit more stable today than we were a few months ago, even a month ago. What do you think you're going to see moving forward into 2023? I know there's a lot of money on the sidelines, a lot of equity. There's some new lenders that want to jump in in New York City, but in general as well. Where do you think we'll be in the middle or end of 2023 in terms of lending? Stronger, weaker, neutral? I think we're going to see a lot more stability and a lot more certainty with regards to banks and their execution and even sellers and their execution. Right. What we've seen in the last six months, plus or minus, is that because of the rates are fluctuating so often, a deal that goes into contract or in soft contract or even an offer that's given could change week to week or month to month based on the interest rates changing and what they're able to get from a bank. I think with the Fed signaling that they're going to be slowing down increases and that rates are kind of plateauing for the most part, I think we'll see a lot more stability and certainty with regards to where lenders are and with regards to where the sellers are when they want to sell a property. Completely understand. Thank you. That's very, very helpful. So we're seeing more stability, more certainty, still interest rates going up, still inflation and still risk of recession, but a lot better than it was a few weeks, a few months ago. So we're more optimistic about 2023 when it comes to stability. There's still a lot of unknowns, but we're working through them. And the goal is for you is when you have a client is to direct them and work with them, walk them through the different options and the different lenders that are available out there. And with that, Ellie, I want to close out and thank you and thank for the listeners for listening to Coffee and Cap Rates and talking about specifically the debt markets, the mortgage markets, the mortgage rates. Thank you. 